Hey everybody, it's Christian Bernard, your dungeon master for Swords and Swagger. I want to preface by saying episode 3 is very combat heavy. I know that's not everyone's bag, but AJ, Bryce, and Dave had tons of fun recording it, and I think you will enjoy it. The conclusion to this little mini-arc is upon us. Our heroes will test their mettle against their greatest challenge yet. Once again, thanks so much for listening. I want to do a small plug for our Twitter, at SwaggerSwords. Also, if you're enjoying this podcast, please, please, please share with your friends, parents, significant others, dogs, cats, and fish. Also, the release cadence is switching to every other Sunday, starting with Sunday, February 17th. See you next time. I'm biting my lips so hard. (laughs) (laughs) You walk into the village and you can see that these longhouses, unlike the uh, yurts that you saw, are much larger and in a much better shape. The tokens with the symbol is actually sort of like displayed in various buildings. So you sort of figure out that these are the Bainfjadar, the bone people, and you're led toward that largest yurt. Uh, where the smoke's coming out, and he signals inside. And so you walk up the ramp, uh, and he's behind you, and you see two people. Uh, You see one who's wearing, like, a headdress that's made of bones, and he's got this really long beard that's, like, braided in various parts. Um, And he's wearing, like, a a robe that has, um, like, bones hanging off of it. And there's another one. uh, He's, like, a big, muscled guy, uh, and he has an axe at his belt that's made of bone, and the guard walks up and whispers in his ear. And the guy with the axe uh, walks up to you and says, I'm Njar, Njar Ulfsen, the chieftain of this village. What brings you here to the whale bones? Njar, <clears throat> we have been shipwrecked from a couple more miles north of your island. Something great at sea. We were taken upon by a storm and a black object. And we seek refuge and aid. Well, you have come at the very fortuitous moment, for we also require aid. What did you say you were attacked by a giant black shape? That is what I was led to believe. We have seen this shape with our raiding parties recently. We know that it is killing our men, and our men are not coming home. We met some of your men. They weren't your men anymore. <laughs> what is it that you say? No, oh, I'm just the employee. I mean, talk to him. <laughs> your men have been taken under the spell of magical means. I cursed to want to feast upon the flesh of your people. <laughs> I must confess, I didn't ask your name. What is it you call yourself? I am Svari Renlod. Well, Svari, I have encountered something very much like this. I have seen a man dressed in a black cloak. He came to our village. He offered us gold and trinkets. But we don't need such things out here. He feasted with us, did some curious magics, and ate much more than a man of his size could eat. But he did not stop. He ate, and he ate, and he ate, and he ate. And when there was no more... He demanded more food of us. It was quiet at first, but you could see the change in his eyes. And he lashed out and bit one of my guards on the arm, tearing at his flesh. As chieftain of my people, I tossed him out myself. It was revealed in the morning he had stolen a boat and was headed to our burial, the Night Barrow, on the westernmost island of the Whalebones. And the uh, guy next to him who's kind of old and, like, crooked. He walks toward you and he says, I am Yagrafir, the druid of this village. What my chieftain says is correct. The Night Barrow, it is a place that no one but the Bainfirar should go. It is where we lay our honored dead. The spirits there 
They provide us with guidance and have for many generations. I went there with our son of our chieftain, Ulf, to see if this mainlander had indeed visited our barrow. The seal had been disturbed, and I could sense the spirits were not at ease and could not be reasoned with. It was only too late did we notice these strange, dry creatures, and our men were beaten back, and the son of our chieftain, while have fought bravely, he did not escape. We should go there. <laughs> That's yes. right. As my compatriot, as my first mate suggests, <laughs> I would like to adventure to your burial grounds and help you with your problem. For, in exchange for safe passage in one of your parties off the island. We will make you deal, then. You deal with this mainlander, this black-cloaked individual, and we will give you a boat to return to your continent. And drink it. Get some money, too. <clears throat> <clears throat> but we will also need supplies in order to defeat your black-cloaked stranger. We can make a deal there, I think. And he, uh, like, claps his hands, and one of the guards leaves, uh, and then comes back w um, with a, a set of armor, and he says, This one of your employees might wear. This is bone-studded armor. It's stronger than traditional leather. Sfari takes it, mm -hmm. looks it over, and for some reason... Decimus, here you go! Um, all right. <laughs> <laughs> It'll uh, give you 15 AC instead of 14 AC. Yes. Do you perhaps have another set for my agile friend? We, unfortunately, do not have much armor on hand, as much of our raiding parties have been killed by this dark black shape. We can, however, provide you with maybe some more offensive, and he... Yagrafia, the druid, hands you uh, three of these jars and he says, This are the finest oil from the whale. If you throw this, it will explode like a bomb. Or, if you pour it on your weapon and light it aflame, you can hit your enemies and catch them on fire. I do not trust myself with these. <laughs> <laughs> Give her the cat. <laughs> I will take this for you. Here you are. What, what are they? Do not blow me up, please. They're whale oil jars. How many? Three. Three. Cat, do you want this armor? You could hit a whole lot more. Than that. <laughs> <laughs> it might help. That's why I gave it to you, is because he's not very smart. <laughs> so that'll... I will kick it over to... Uh... Yeah, so instead of leather armor, you have bone-studded armor, which bumps your AC up to 15. Where were you at? 14. Yeah, okay. I have false life, too. So. Thank you. So you spend your evening at the village, which you learn is called Hjarvalthorpe. <laughs> okay. And Are you trying to do like Norse or English? Are you just like Hjagolthorpe? Hjagolthorpe? <laughs> well, hello, dear. Welcome to Hjagolthorpe. Welcome to Hjagolthorpe. We're in Minnesota. <laughs> We're just the biggest Minnesota Vikings fans around, don't you know? Hjagolthorpe. Gonna go down to go down to Paul's convenience store. And we're just gonna go get one of them packs of herbs. So you, you party hardy with? Uh, well, we just party hardy with the boys with Hjagolthorpe <laughs> found with Njar Olsen and. Yagrafir, who uh, mixes for you some incredibly uh, potent alcoholic beverages. Please tell me it's made out of dead whales. Absolutely. Yes. I'm assuming Sfari participates. No, of course. What about the other two? Mm -mm. No? Never. It smells like a dead whale. <laughs> You're not selling it well. It doesn't taste much better, but man, it gets you drunk really fast. <laughs> Thang sticks into the corner to watch it all unravel. Okay, so they, you get really drunk. In the morning, Yagrafir has pre prepared for you a meaty stew, much like you are familiar with, to help alleviate... It has the pieces of narwhal bacon that I love so much. Yes, exactly. Uh, and it alleviates your headache, and he... Nyar Olfsen shows you out to his personal rowboat 
which doubles as a raiding ship. Um, so it has like multiple um, oars on it. And he uh, motions to the island to the northwest. He says it looks much like a beast's head. So as you approach it, that's how you can tell if you didn't know where the night barrel was, that it's shaped like a giant head. And as you approach, there is a dock with a rowboat, another boat there, clacking up against it um, in the soft waves. And the beach on the head, or sorry, on the inside of the mouth of the beast is dotted with sharpened rocks that look like teeth. You see the night barrow itself as you row to the dock. It is at the crest of the head of the beast. What do you do? Keep rowing. Hauls <laughs> in closer to the shore. Okay, you haul up and tether your the raiding boat given to you by Njar Ulfsen. And there's like a path that leads sort of up like a squiggly towards the uh, night barrow. A squiggly. Yeah. I love squiggles. <laughs> what kind of Cheeto does it look like? <laughs> does it look like a paw? No. Oh, Are they paw. dropping us off? Oh, no. We have no paws tonight. Yeah, I know. Oh, you took the... Uh, Nyar gave it to you personally. Okay, so mm-hmm. we just it's just us. And yeah, the it's just the three of you. Peaches, stay with the boat. <laughs> he does as told. Does Peaches have like a little salute he gives you when he does things? No. <laughs> He's not that bold. No. <laughs> Tried to interact with me beyond that and lose a hand. Uh, so you walk up the path towards the night barrow. It has a large circular stone door covered in etched stone runes. Uh, at its center is a large broken symbol a rune that you recognize uh, for pine tree. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to make a history check, you could remember what it actually means. I will... This rune that looks like a pine tree, it actually means... That's a... Uh, nine? <laughs> I'm gonna look at it too. You rack your uh, Viking brain and you, it, it doesn't resonate with you. It means it's a pine tree. <laughs> Great we'll job. cut one of those pine trees down and throw it against here. <laughs> that might work. You could probably make... I imagine an arcana check might apply here, or a history check, if you have either one of those. Whoa. <laughs> Which arcana. Check? Okay, so in your uh, delves, we'll uh, revisit the hell library. Uh, <laughs> you, what would they call it? The, uh, the, the hell brewery? I guess the, the hell Dewey decimal system. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's in various degrees of... Triple sixes. Yeah. <laughs> it's a six, six, six point. A symbol. It's an ancient runic symbol of longevity, uh, particularly through cold and dark times, as pine trees are generally used as shelter. Um, it also indicates incorruptibility. Uh, the tree bends with the storms of life, but does not break. Uh, uh, thinking back, it's got something to do with longevity and resilience and some other things that humans seem to care so much about. And pine trees. <laughs> See, I knew I was right. But yeah, so it's this. Uh, it's a seal, and it has been broken. This does mm. not bode well. Not in the slightest. Why? Okay, let's, let's just go ahead. Who cares? Okay. You it already goes in. Okay, so you <laughs> go up to the door, and there are handholds on it, so you rotate it to open the door. Yep. And you turn it and rotate the stone door, <sighs> and it rotates on a track. Uh, there is a dark passage that leads inward. Though the sun is shining, it doesn't pierce all the way in, so you'd have to walk inside to sort of see the rest of it. I guess I will walk inside, then. <laughs> to are see you, the rest of it. Are you going to use the light source or are you just going to like... I have my lantern. Okay. So I can lead the bunch. I'll bring up the rear. Yeah. Okay. So ahead is Safari, Fang's in the middle, and uh, Decimus is the rear. <laughs> when um, you say it like that. Yeah, when you say it like that. <laughs> As you venture deeper inside, your eyes adjust and you can see... It's difficult to tell because you're kind of getting like a night, a bit of a like a daylight blindness. Um, but as you walk in, you can see that there are corpses all over the floor. What are on these corpses? These corpses look to have been killed in like various, like one has burn marks, another has like 
like scorch marks on his face uh, that like someone or it was like a scorch of like frost I, mm-hmm. I don't know what to call that frostbite um, yeah so like frostbite um, another one's been similar to the corpses that you've seen he was like bit and his like the life was sucked out of him the rest of them just look like like someone just killed them there are no like particularly uh, unique features about them well, these doesn't look good. Worse so, off than the others. Yeah, this, all, this aligns with the story that Yargrafir Yar- mm. told you, where they tried to go to the Night Barrow to find the black-cloaked guy, and he attacked them. Hmm. Is there is there one, like, body that's, like, in front of everybody else's? Uh, are you talking about, like, um, like his son? Yeah, I'm looking trying for to find son. his son. You don't see anybody that looks like Nyar? You see people that like look like the guards that you saw. Mm-hmm. There's no one that would have features that resemble Yar. Okay. The body of the son appears to be missing. Well, we should probably go deeper inside. I really like it when you tell me to go deeper. <laughs> I'm not even going to address that. You're like falling along and the walls are, are like stone, like someone actually worked them in. So they cut out this passage, etched uh, signs on the wall. There's like pictures of like warriors like fighting that like glorified battles. And as you move further in, you come to a crossroads. So you see to the left and right that they are like squared chamber passages and you have like the torch that you can hold up and sort of see in there. And it looks to be like sarcophagi or like tombs. Um, But as you approach the crossroads, you hear the sound of of, like a rushing wind and like a ghostly wail. Uh, A gale of blue translucent energy rushes from either side of the crossroads and you hear a ghostly voice cry out, You have tread upon profaned ground. You are not blood of Bain Firar and shall be punished. But it was the Bain Firar that sent us. <laughs> the, the blue light dissipates, and you hear the sounds of shuffling feet on the, the left and right of you, and like the rear. And in the rear, you hear part of the stone wall give, like a corpse comes shuffling out. And from these humanoids have dry and blackened skin. They wear scraps of armor, and each carry a, like a different weapon. A longbow, a longsword, and a great sword, respectively. And roll for initiative. Mm. Nice. Alright, what do we get, Decimus? Non-natural 20. Anybody get higher than that? Okay, I'm going to assume silence means no. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, anybody get higher than 13? I got 13. Okay. I got an 18. 18? Yep. Okay. 18 for Safari. 13 for Fang. And there are three of these guys. So there's like one behind. We're in kind of a T-shaped. Yes. I guess Mm -hmm. X-shaped. But there's one to the left, one to the right. And one behind you. Okay. That one behind you like came through the wall. The other two, it's difficult to tell because of how dark it is. Mm -hmm. Are we in the center of the crossroads? Yes. Okay, cool. What's straight ahead? Straight ahead of you is like another stone door. Okay. All right. All right, Decimus, you're up. Eldritch Blast, the one to my left. Okay, roll to hit. Seven. <laughs> you miss. He, like, shoots over his shoulder, so you, like, put out your arm in this, like, uh, badass pose. Just fizzles like a shitty bottle rocket. <laughs> <laughs> I like that better. <laughs> All right, Sparrow, you're up. I so, always do that to my players. I'm like, and it just sputters out. <laughs> Uh, so which one is closest to me? You guys walked into the passage around 40 feet to the left and right of you. They like hopped out and are like running toward mm-hmm. you. Um, they're like 25 feet on each side. So okay. you can reach the left and the right ones. Okay. So I guess I'm going to rush towards the right one. Okay. And uh, just attack him with my longsword. All right. Roll to hit. So that's going to be a 11. Okay. You hit. And then a 1d8 plus 3. Mm. It's an 8 plus 3, so that's 11. You said the right one? Yep. Man, these damage rolls. Good lord. All right, Fang, you're up. I'm going to loose an arrow at the 
immediate closest one to him. Okay. So the one I just attacked. The yeah, one the that right, you just yeah. attacked. Yep. Because you're within five feet of him. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to do my sneaky attack. Yep. So I'm going to roll. You and hit. I hit. 2d6. Two. 4 That's plus six, 3. 7. That one is not looking good. <laughs> so I'll... We're in the T shape. So the one behind you has the great sword. Mm-hmm. Um, the one you're attacking is the long sword. That's the right one. And the one on the left has the longbow. Oh, great. It is the one on the left's turn, and he has the bow, and he uh, fires an arrow at Decimus. He shot an Eldritch Blast at him, um, and he misses. The one in the middle who has the great sword. Uh, runs up the hallway and attacks Decimus and hits you for six damage. Hmm. Or sorry, nine damage. Oh. With the greatsword. That's the shittiest greatsword in the world. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the one on the right who has the longsword attacks Fari. And with your shield, do you have your shield down? Yeah. Yeah, he misses you. Uh, he like tries to hit you and you block mm-hmm. it with your shield. All right, now we're back to Decimus. Another Eldritch Blast at the Arrow Man. Okay. Roll to hit. That does it. You hit. Ow. (laughs) That was a two, wasn't it? I heard that. I hope that stays on the recording. Uh, Four damage. On Longbow Man? Yep. Okay. All right, Spari, you're up. All right, so as the... So he swings at me. Yep. I raise the shield. Yep. Up and catch it, and then I just kind of, like, jab underneath it real fast. All right, roll to hit. It's very Viking of you. Yep. <laughs> and that is a uh, 14 plus a 1d8. That's a 5 plus a 3, so 8. He is dead. All right, Fang, you're up. I'm going to run towards Arrow Man since he's running my direction. Okay. <laughs> I'm guessing he's very close to me since I didn't move. Uh, no, he's still all the. He's 25 feet away. Mm-hmm. So you can. You so can I'm gonna to run him. up to him because right. I got 30 feet speed. So I'm gonna run up to him and slash him with my rapier. Okay. You hit. 13 plus five. Okay. So then that is one uh, d8 plus three. Nine. Nice. That's a good hit. Slash his arm with your rapier. All right, Decimus, you're up. Another Eldritch Blast. Well, yeah. 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 All right. (laughs) Ten damage. On the bow one again? Yep. He is dead. Excellent. You blast one of his legs off, and he just falls face first. Uh, How long does it take you to learn how to do one of those? (laughs) All right, Svari, you're up. I'll have his head one day. You have 50 feet uh, to get to the one that uh, he just ran to. Okay. What about the other one? Uh, Who's down the hall. So it takes 25 feet to get to the middle. Um, Actually, no, he ran up, so he's next to Decimus, so you can get to him. So it's within 25 feet? Yep. So I run to the one that's next to Decimus, um, who was away, and then I attack him with my... Long sword. Yep. And the entire time I'm screaming, Fuck you! <laughs> oh, that was a 15. Oh, oh. <laughs> I saw you bounce yeah, that with your fist. So that's a, that's a non-natural 20. Yep. Roll nice. for damage. And so I slash into his... The side of his scully face. Four plus. For seven damage. Fang, you're up. Arrow to that dude's head. All right. Plus five. You're like throwing it like a Yu-Gi-Oh. I know. <laughs> You've activated my trap. You hit fourteen. <laughs> so and he's sneaky. Yep. Six. Nine. Good lord, these dead <laughs> barely misses my head. Yeah. <laughs> we fail every single ability check. <laughs> but you rip through. <laughs> okay, he attacks. Uh, uh, Decimus, who's right next to him with the greatsword. Jesus. Uh, and he misses. Excellent. Um, now it is Decimus's turn. 
All right. I'm going to pull out the longsword and uh, give him a piece of my mind. You hit. That sure was a piece of your mind. <laughs> Nine damage. Good God. <laughs> he is dead. Yay! I'm going to re-go through these encounter calculators again. Was that three? All three? That's all three of all them. Three. Okay. You know, you did not do a very good job there, ghost lady. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot to. Uh, you get, you each get 50 experience for getting to Yarvalthorpe and yeah. talking to Yargrafir and uh, uh, Nyar. Mm-hmm. Um, in addition, you each get... A uh, hundred experience uh, for killing all three of these. So we're at five sixty-nine. Yep, sixty-nine. God, I get so much better at level three. <laughs> so do I. I get my special class. I cast another false life on myself. Okay. Hey, you have it at will. Yep. Jeez, amazing. Temporary okay. eight. Remember, you all have three health potions too. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know exactly how I'm going to drink it if I need to. <laughs> You're gonna shotgun a health potion. I don't give it away. Thank you very much. Okay, so is it in an aluminum health potion can? <laughs> sure. Uh, it, what is it like a like a energy drink like a monster? Okay, so the you defeated the uh, three corpses um, through quick inspection. They are actually dead, and they were. Revivified. Revivified. Yeah, the... Uh, Are there like, any trophies I can take to show my glory to the, my people? Uh, you could take the great... So there's a great sword, a long sword, How's and... that bow? And a longbow. I take the great sword. Do you have proficiency in longbow as a rogue? I don't. Okay. So Safari's taking the long sword. Great sword. Or sorry, great sword. And who's taking the long sword? No, I don't need anything. Okay. I mean, I'll take the sword if no one's going to take the sword. All right, so Fang will take the long sword. I can do the long sword. What is that? Uh, 1d8. Are these, like, old-ass weapons? What's that? Are these old-ass weapons, or are they relatively new? Um, so they... Are they made of like whalebone? Ins- yeah, they're made of whalebone. Um, whalebone weapons. Hey, but who's taking the longbow? I guess I'll carry it. Okay. If we need to. Decimus picks it up. Okay, so the uh, pat the like blue translucent light light like reforms and uh, it starts talking to you again and says, "It seems you fleshy creatures are as strong as the Bainfirar. You fought off three very powerful warriors." Would you be able to cleanse this night barrow of the abomination in the sepulchre? Believe it or not, we do not go into tombs for fun. <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> Those are your best warriors. <laughs> they were not our best warriors, but some strong warriors indeed. Mm. We have come to help. A- we have come to help aid you. Please, where is the other that has come? Are you talking about the latest chieftain's son, Ulf? Him and the cloaked man? The cloaked man took Ulf into the sepulchre. We should probably uh, head that way. I agree. Can you guide us down which path to take? Great spirit. He points toward the door. He's like, there's only three passage. You take middle one. (laughs) What happens if we take other passages? They lead to our honored dead. Please do not mess with their tombs. The black-cloaked figure already did so. I will honor your wishes. And so you walk up to the door, and mm-hmm. it's the same sort of deal where you like grab the two handholds and rotate it. <clears throat> um, and you hear the door behind you actually close as you're rotating this other one. Walking down this dimly lit stone passage, um, you start to hear the sound of crashing waves. You step out into a carved circular chamber, uh, the putrid stench of the unholy marriage of desiccated and fresh corpse hangs in the air. The aroma of the dead isn't enough to distract you from the horror ahead of you. Sitting atop a mound of twisted limbs, both skeletal and fleshy, is a man who appears to be gnawing on a bone. As he sees you enter, he takes his lips away from his meal, and he sees you see his mouth is covered in red. 
You must be the cloaked figure. <laughs> he stands up and Brilliant. He, he is very clearly wearing a black cloak. He like walks down. He's kind of like tied off the cloak mm-hmm. as in, the clasp is broken. And he like walks down this pile of corpses that he's accumulated. And you can see that you hear um, the ocean because there's a big hole in the side of the sepulcher that like leads onto the cliff. He uh, walks down to you and says, you made it through the night, Barrow. Not very difficultly, might I add. No one other than these uneducated Northmen have been here in some time. As uh, he talks, you can see he's like almost drawn to the bone like with his mouth, mm-hmm. and he kind of like nibbles and licks at it. And you can see hanging off of his belt is this like makeshift um, like holder, and he has a scroll attached to it. And he walks toward you, and he doesn't appear to be like afraid of you at all. He like walks up to you, like looks you in the eye, and like holds the bone down a little bit. And you can see his like eyes sort of melt into this like sort of tamed state. So he goes from being like super aggressive to like being really tamed. And he's like, you need to kill me. You need to kill me now. Or you could throw yourself into the sea before we shove your cloak up your ass. (laughs) At this comment that like tamed goes away and he immediately becomes aggressive again. Oh. I see how it is. And he walks toward his uh, pile of corpses that he's got and says, I have dined on this soggy and dead flesh for far too long. You foolish souls in your warm bodies will make fine meals. It like molds into this uh, like golem shape and the, like the heads and like limbs, like arms and legs are sort of hanging off and it forms into arms and legs. And it doesn't like have a head. It's just like legs and arms. <laughs> and you don't see him anymore. So he's not in this room. And roll for initiative. Damn. So I got a 16. Okay. 22. And I've gotten a 16. <laughs> so the sepulcher is like <clears throat> 60 feet across <clears throat> and like 30 feet. I'm not even sure Deep. sorry to pronounce the sepulcher. <laughs> sepulcher. So it's like a rectangle. Mm-hmm. It's uh, shorter than it is long. Mm-hmm. And the creature is like towards the middle of it. You're about 30 feet away from it. What'd you roll, Decimus? Nine. Nine? I'm assuming yeah. someone got higher than nine. I got a 16. <laughs> okay. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Somebody must have gotten higher than a nine. Fanga, 22. <laughs> Spari got a 16. Um, nine for Decimus. This creature got a 12. Hmm. All right, Fang, you're up. Okay, so I'm going to dip one of my arrows into my flammable goo. Okay. Plant it on fire. Okay. I like it. And lock it at the dude. Mm Mm-hmm. Go for it. Uh, 16. (laughs) 16? You hit. Okay, so just one of these dudes. Whoop! Does that count? Yes. If you wanted to. Alright. Uh, so for fire damage, you roll an additional d6. Okay, so that was two, and eight, and nine, ten, eleven. Eleven damage yeah. total? Wow. Yep. Okay, so you hit it with this fire arrow, like shoots into the golem, and it lets out this like unholy roar, and one of the corpses falls off of it uh, and animates. Oh, great. <laughs> great job, cat. <laughs> and it rolls a 13 for initiative, and he will come in the next round. Uh, all right, Fang went. Sfari, you're up. Okay, so um, Sfari rages. All right. <laughs> Pulls out his sword and shield yep. and charges at the corpse monster all right. and stabs it. All right, roll to hit. You hit. So I hit, and then one d six. Six total. Yep. Oh wait, no, I'm raging. Yeah, plus eight. two is eight. So after Safari went, the strange like golem um, actually reaches back down and like grabs the like zombie that just spawned, mm-hmm. rips it in half, and like rains that black blood all over it, <laughs> and it heals. How much of it do I get on me? <laughs> 
enough to make you like look like a berserker. This is really stinky. <laughs> I thought I smelled bad before. <laughs> you got your cape. <laughs> it smells better than I do now. Okay, so now Safari went. And it's Decimus' turn. Alright. Uh, run up, throw my Hexblade's curse on this beast. Okay. That's a good plan. And then Witch Bolt it. Alright. So, Hexblade's curse. Roll to hit. 17. You hit. D12? D12 plus my Hexblade damage. <laughs> How much is that? Seven. Okay. All right, now it is Fang's turn. Uh, I'm going to do that same action with my fiery arrow, but since he is next to it, mm-hmm. I've got my sneakiness. All right, roll to so it. I'm going to do that. Seven plus. Five. You miss. Damn it. All right, Safari, you're up. Um, I'm going to stab it again. All right. That is a four plus a five. That's a nine. You miss. Oh no! The rolls are catching up with us. <laughs> Finally, I get good. To... All right. So I need the thing is like twelve feet tall. How did I miss it? It slams you twice with its two fists. Oh, and oh, motherfucker! <laughs> good thing you're raging. <laughs> right? um, you take. 18 damage. Okay. Um, which you have resistance to because you're raging. Yeah. So you take 9 damage. Motherfucker, that hurt! <laughs> it is Decimus's turn. I'm going to uh, use my bonus action to throw my other hex okay. onto him. And give him disadvantage on all strength checks. Okay. And then... Charge the witch bolt. Wait, does hex require concentration? Oh yeah, it does. I can't use two hexes. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. How big is this thing? Uh, it's like 15 feet tall. Okay. <laughs> okay, so you used your first slot for witch bolt. Yep. You got one more. Yep. Uh, so I'm gonna charge the witch bolt. Okay. D D12. Yep. As a bonus action. Uh, just my regular action, but okay. I don't know if they rolled a hit again. Ooh. All right, so that's 15. Oh, no, I'm sorry, 12. I only add my, uh, yeah, yeah, 12. That does what kind of damage? Lightning damage. Okay. Uh, Fang, you're up. Another fire arrow. Okay. Roll dead. 19 plus 5. Okay. Roll damage. So I need another d6. I'm taking it. 13. Okay, so you hit it. Two corpses fall off of it and animate. I'm weakening it. <laughs> <laughs> Does it get shorter? Does he shrink it? Do see that happening? Kill said- the corpses. Okay, that was Fang's turn. Mm-hmm. Safari's turn. Okay, so what's the? How far away is the closest corpse that fell off? Uh, they like land right next to it. <clears throat> is it still prone? What's prone? The corpse? No, it just lands like upright. But lands upright? Yep. Uh, I'm going to attempt to cut the corpse's head off. Okay. That just landed. Roll to hit. That's a 12 plus 5. You hit. So. Roll for damage. That's a number that requires me to do. <laughs> uh, 7. Okay. Plus 2, so 9 damage. So that's one of the corpses died. <clears throat> the uh, uh, golem on its turn eats the other one. <laughs> It rains the black blood on its head. I've seen a lot of things in hell. (laughs) Ah, You've got the blood on you too now. (laughs) And... Welcome to the front line. (laughs) It attacks Safari. What is your AC? 16. Maths. Uh, It misses. Attacks Safari again. And hits that time. For nine damage. So, is that with resistance? No, with resistance it would be four. Four. Because you're raging. Mm-hmm. Now it's Decimus's turn. All right, charge the witch bolt again. Okay. Just keep pumping it full of. <laughs> keep pumping it full of witches. 
All right. Jesus. 13. <laughs> Good Lord. Shocking the shit out of it. 13. <laughs> the With that damage, it actually knocks off a bunch of the corpses, and you can see that it reveals the black cloaked guys inside of it. Oh, um, there you are. And he is like looking out. He casts Thunder Wave. Uh, roll a constitution saving throw. <laughs> So 16. You are safe. I think you only take half damage from Thunder Wave, which I think is 2d6 from what I remember. Take five damage. Oh, dear. Good thing I rolled that fucking 12. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're a meaty boy. So we'll add the black cloak in, and it is its fang's turn. Mm, fiery arrow into the cloak guy. Okay. This fiery sneaky arrow. I want that. <laughs> you missed. <Ten. laughs> <laughs> uh, Svari, it's your turn. Okay, so Svari pulls out a health potion okay. with one of his axes, mm-hmm. slices into the <laughs> slices into the health potion, yeah, and shotguns the health potion. <laughs> okay, it's 2d4 plus 2. Goddamn Northman. <laughs> Is this how you used to do it at your fancy school? <laughs> I cannot pull the D4s out of my box. Oh Eight. my god. <laughs> Plus two, that's ten. Ten. Nice. That's the max amount of HP you can heal. So, Svari, after chugging and charging, bruh. That's a bonus action, so you get to attack again. Uh, or so you chug and charge, bitches! <laughs> and so, um, what he's going to do is he's going to... How high up is the... Guy? Quote guy? He's like 10 feet up. Can I reasonably attack him? Like leap onto him? Yeah. Um, so if you successfully leapt onto him, um, next turn I would give you advantage. Okay. So make a athletics check. Yep, so I'm going to try and leap onto him, and I get advantage. With your strength check. Okay. So 13 plus so 16. Natural Woo! 20. <laughs> Damn. Yep. So you leap up onto him and like get use your sword as like a baton to like mm-hmm. stab into it. Yep. Uh now you're holding on to him. Oh. <laughs> so next turn you'll get advantage. This creature's arms don't really make it so it could hit itself. <laughs> so he can't hurt you. But he walks towards Decimus to attack and rolls to hit. Rolls a 14. I have 14 AC. I right. uh ties go to the runner. So yep. he does nine damage to you. Yeah. The, oh, it's Black Cloak's turn. He casts Ray of Frost at uh, Fang. It hits you for, I think it's D6 damage for Ray of Frost. Three damage. And your speed is slowed by 10 until the end of your next turn. Uh, now it's Decimus's turn. How close are all the corpses and this guy to me? Uh, he's like right up on you. How about the corpses? Uh, the zombie? Yeah. Oh, he ate them. All of them? Uh, oh, sorry. The or the big pile. He's yeah. the one who turned into it. Mm-hmm. And then he dropped a bunch of zombies. And then uh, one got killed and he ate the other one. Oh, so no more fell off? Yeah. Okay. 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 Hmm. Is he at risk from my witch bolt holding <laughs> onto his sword? <laughs> oh, actually, that's, that reminds me. You need to roll for concentration for your witch bolt because he hits oh, you. Oh, yeah. Six nine. plus nine. What's uh, Cons- uh you have to. Oh, con. Con save. save. Seven. Oh, you Seven. fail. So yes. which bolt's gone? Uh, all right. He's right on top of me. Yep. All right. Pull out my shadowy long sword. And all right. Jam it straight into his mouth. All right. Roll to hit. <laughs> you miss. <laughs> all right. Fang, you're up. Fiery arrow. Okay. Ten. Nat- unnatural twenty. All right. Roll to hit uh, or roll damage. Sneaky fire and. Actually, if you're right next to him, you roll a disadvantage because he's within five feet of I'm you. I'm not next to him. Yeah, when you walked into the sepulcher, you were. Did you run away? He ran up. Did he? he? Ran up. Yeah. Did you? Because the creature ran up to you. The creature ran up to me. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So you're right next to him. So you roll a disadvantage on oh. the attack rolls. Okay. Well, all right. <laughs> that was so exciting. What are you attacking with? My 
bow? Or your sword? Well, if he's right on me. Or your sword? You miss. <laughs> that went south in a hurry. <laughs> All right, Svari, you're up. So, Svari, um, you're with, with the sword yep. as a petard. A baton. <laughs> a baton. A baton. Yeah, one Those of those guys from Age of Empires. Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> that blow up. That blow up. Uh, so, I move into... So, I want to, like, attack the... The, the guy. black cloak guy directly. Yep. So you gotta use a different weapon. Yep. You're using your sword to stabilize so, you. Um, what would would hand axes? Hand axe or javelin? Yep. So both are one d six plus three. Yep. So I'm just gonna grab one of my hand axes yep. and just kind of like try and bury it into his chest. All right. Roll with advantage. Nice. Oh, good thing. So nine. it's a nine plus um five. Yes. Fourteen. So fourteen. You hit. Oof. And that's a 1d6. And you're raging to add yep. two. Oops. <laughs> so that's a five. Plus, plus two, three. plus three. So, so eight, five. so ten. Ten damage total. Mm-hmm. That's a very good hit. Not quite there. That does do damage directly to him. Yep. Okay. Uh, I have done ten damage to him. <laughs> he attacks the... I don't know how to get this number. Attacks Fang. And hits you for nine damage. And then attacks Decimus and misses. Decimus, you nimbly step aside. You watch your compatriot get punched with a giant corpse fist. And laugh to myself. (laughs) Then you get uh, attacked with a ray of shit, which shoots over your shoulder and you are safe. Um, all right, Fang, you're up. Fang is going to disengage with his bonus action okay. and walk as far away 30 feet as he can. Okay, so you walk 30 feet. And loosen a fiery, sneaky arrow. All right. 15, 16. You hit. So I need three sneaky... Yeah, four, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13. So the fire arrow hits the black-cloaked individual directly, and he, like, lets out a scream as the corpse golem falls apart, and Sfari gets caught up in these corpses. He doesn't get hurt. <laughs> like, they just fall on him. The, this is the stinkiest dog pile I've ever been a part of. <laughs> uh, the character, or sorry, the black-cloaked individual falls to the ground, and you, like, hear, like, cracking bone, um, and, like, after getting up and recovering... The three of you, you see one of his legs is all twisted. <laughs> the scroll has fallen off of him, and he's, like, trying to reach for it, but he can't, like, drag himself because he's in so much pain. I'm going to kick the scroll away from him. Okay. Towards me. Towards him. Uh, <laughs> toward, yeah. Towards Fang. And, and, I get, and I'm going to step on his broken leg. <laughs> he lets out the most sad, like, cry you could possibly come up with. He's like, so like oh! so I'm, I walk around him, I step on his broken leg, and yep. then I squat down next to his face. And I'm just like, so, are you going to tell us who you are now? He winces through the pain. My name is Cole. And Cole... What is it that happened here? I... I need it. He's, like, trying to grab for the scroll. I need it. The hunger. I can't stop. Which hunger are you speaking of? The hunger that's in us all. I don't really want to eat people. (laughs) Esmus, do you want to eat people? Yeah, no, I I get it. No, okay. (laughs) Well, maybe it's just in the two of you. I don't like this guy. Okay, what do you do? Pull out my long sword and bury it in the back of his neck. Oh, he's laying his face up, right. so you'd like stab him through the throat. Yeah. Okay, you stab him through the throat. Tired he, of these he, games. he bleeds to death. Vicious. Okay, XP, we get. I can actually calculate because I have a calculator now. That was metal as fuck. <laughs> Uh, it was a metal, metal ass fight. That was a metal. <laughs> you get two hundred and forty experience. Ooh, seven oh nine. And from eight his, yeah, it's eight oh nine. Eight oh nine. Math is hard. <laughs> <laughs> There's a theme development. I Math sucks. <laughs> uh, At least you had big numbers. Mine was like, what's eleven plus five? <laughs> you find treasure. Ninety-two. I love treasure. Treasure. You get, he was wearing on his hands these reinforced hand wraps, and they have like spikes on the fingers and the thumb, and they also have spikes on the front, 
So when you wear them, they give you climbing speed. So you can like climb up stuff. These are bitchin'. And uh, they also give you plus one to unarmed strikes. So if you punch someone, you get a plus one damage. Would you guys mind if I took these bitchin' gloves he was wearing? Oh, you no. have them naturally. Point I'll taken. With that. I have peaches. <laughs> he also has one potion of greater healing, which is 4d4 plus four. That's all you two, big guy. I'm going to need this with all of the. The bastards that hit me in the ass. <laughs> he also has 100 gold pieces. Ooh. All right, I'll take all of those. Uh, I've licked a minion. I lost mine in the ocean, cat. Yeah, but only 50. Oh, and you, you promised me half of yours, too. I already given you your half. Well, it's gone now, so... That is like not my fault. <laughs> You'd each in get... fact, I did see you throw some of your gold overboard. I did, too. You'd so clearly, you must not want it. Yeah. <laughs> 33 gold pieces if you divided it. And as you're looking through the remains of this guy and like pulling all this stuff, <laughs> the door behind you opens and you see Owen like walk in through the door. <laughs> Make a perception check. Wow. If I roll a 14. Fuck. <laughs> 16. Okay, what did you get, Destiny? Straight 14. Okay, so Owen, his composure looks, he looks really shaken. Sorry, is looking the other way. Yeah, he's like... <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Uh, Staring at There's something feet. over here. <laughs> he looks to have, like, really tired. He, like, having, he looks like he's having trouble keeping himself together. And you notice hanging just above his shoulders is a ghostly, deep, dark silhouette some sort of humanoid figure, but just as soon as you see it, it's gone. Owen raises his index finger and thumb like this, points, fang, you see an ethereal green light shoot out in your direction, and it it. takes only a second, but your heart stops and you tumble to the ground, and you die. Holy shit! What, what did you do that for, man? He that was kind of a dick move. He walks Pull out my long sword. Yeah, he walks forward. You have it. You have the scroll. And he pulled his hand out. Give it to me. I don't think I'm going to do that. He puts out his hand again like a gun, and he points. Sorry, cra- cracks behind the shoe. <laughs> Decimus, you see that ethereal green light shooting your direction. Wait a minute. Wait. Wait. Let's talk about this. <laughs> And you instantly die. <laughs> Smarty rushes him. It tries to attack him. Roll to hit. That's a nine. As you reach him, he puts his hand on your chest, and he looks, like, straight in your eyes and says, Tell him I sent you. And you die. Well, shit. That was, that was good, guys. Yeah. Well, well done. Good campaign. I guess that's it. <laughs> yep. Good podcast, everybody. Um, see you next year.